Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Josh Rossi on the line. Josh, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Great to have you on the show. Uh, You've got an interesting backstory, a lot of things you've worked on in your career so far. So why don't you share a little bit about uh, some of the things that uh, you do and that you're working on? Yeah. So I initially started as a artist when I was younger, got into photography and um, just struggled trying to figure out like how to make money as a photographer, basically, you know, uh, my, my, my dad was an entrepreneur, same with my mom. And so I grew up with the idea of like, you know, entrepreneurship, that's, that's the only option. And so I never had a nine to five, um, closest thing was flood cleanup where I'd work, you know, half the day. And then they'd call me at four in the morning to go clean up a bunch of poo and somebody's house that flooded. Um, so that, that was sort of the catalyst or, or the, the thing that got me to want to be an entrepreneur even more and to push myself. So anyway, just went through a ton of different lessons, you know, got into photography um, and started working with some bigger clients. Um, clients include like DC Comics, Paramount, uh, Damon John from Shark Tank and a bunch of others. And and so from there, I, I just, I kept thinking like, how do I, <clears throat> how do I like, I don't want to say make the most amount of money, but you know, it's a business. I was like, who, you know, it, it, me as a photographer, like I'm going to, you know, these clients, I'm getting paid for these clients, but what's the next step? The next step is who, who could I provide something to where we could expand my business? And that was to photographers. I was getting these big jobs and I was like, why don't I just teach photographers how to do this? And so I started, decided to start an online course. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm qualified to do this. Like, uh, but I, I just did it. And, and that, sort of took off and then, you know, started more business from there. But basically in the middle of all that, <clears throat> I've also been doing a lot of charity work and people might know me from, you know, this work. We did the Justice League Kids series hit 240 million views worldwide. And is where we took kids with cancer and turned them into superheroes. And so that stuff, that's charitable. You know, we don't profit off of that or anything, but, you know, that that's a whole other side of learning, you know, charity, like fundraising, also uh, PR, how to get exposure. So, you know, I've just been learning along the way. It's, it's the entrepreneur journey, basically. That's great. One of the things that jumped out of me right away was with your photography work, you say, okay, what's next? Because some people, when they launch a business or they're going to work somewhere or they do anything, they they say, okay, I'm going to do this. It's like, okay, well, what's next? Are you just going to stop there? Are you going to, what are you going to grow from that? What do you, what's the next step? How do you want to grow your business? What are some different things you could do? And, you know, working with, you know, the names that you mentioned, you know, DC Comics and, and, and Damon John and, and everybody else that you've dealt with, you know, those are well-known brands and you did that work. And, and for many people, they say, oh, this is good. I'm working in this you know, this particular arena of these high caliber businesses and individuals. And a lot of people say, okay, that's good. But, you know, things like right now with the pandemic, 
you know, you know, being a photographer, and I know, you know, several of them, it's been a, a challenging time for many of them because of physical distancing and can't travel. And, you know, uh, somebody that I know pretty well, you know, usually get, takes photos of marathons. And while they're, you know, virtual marathons, they're a little bit different to take a photo of because there's nobody out on the track running. So it, it, for him, it's been a huge adjustment to adapt and, and do some different things. So, you know, the work that you've done, is is such that you're able to kind of pivot around from my observation to do different things so when a particular segment of the work that you do you know drops off a little bit there's something else that can pick things up and of course you know with the you know the launch of the online courses and 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 teaching other photographers how to do what you did well i think goes uh, a long way in being able to have income created from the knowledge that you have in a way that you can share that with others, but also you know, profit from, from that knowledge. Yeah. I, I've always like, I don't know why I do this, but like I've always looked. Um, well, okay. So I read the four hour work week a long time ago and something stuck out to me specifically in that, that he was complete, that Tim Ferriss was completely miserable in the company that he'd created that he was a slave. And I, I never realized that before. I thought, wow, like I thought entrepreneurship meant freedom, you know, <laughs> but he was a slave. And so from then on, I started thinking differently. Every time I would start something new or just be stuck, I'd always think like, where do I want to be? And that sounds very generic, but it was more like, what is the lifestyle that I want to be living? The exact lifestyle. Like my mom was, um, a therapist and she, and she was into NLP and a bunch of other stuff. She, she had her own clinic and all that. And she would always teach me as a kid, like she never taught me what the names of these principles were, but she taught me how to sort of visualize and control my mind and like all these other things, which helped me on, helped me out later on in life. But she taught me this thing of like projecting where you, you know, when you want to see a result, I, I would play soccer when I was younger and I'd do this all the time. She's like, okay, you want to be more confident. You want to be better at soccer, put yourself in a movie theater and imagine, just look at yourself on the screen, the, you, the, the result that you want. You're playing soccer really well. You're, you're dribbling, you're scoring, you know, and then, and then be really detailed with it. And then the second thing is now you've got to put yourself in that. And so now put yourself in that movie and feel all the emotions, feel everything about it. And, and that would turn out really good. I mean, I would like, it was like, you're training your mind to think that way. And so um, after reading the four hour work week, I, I thought that way regarding to business, I started thinking, okay, how, what is my lifestyle? What do I want my lifestyle to look like, you know, five years or 10 years. And if I got a business opportunity that was like, Hey, you could make a bunch of money selling toilet paper. You'd be a millionaire. I would probably turn it down because I'm like, okay, selling toilet paper. What does that lead to? I'd have to get a factory and then I have to get this and that. And then it's like a flooded market. Um, and maybe I'd be unhappy in the end. So, you know, when it came to like starting the photography courses and software and a few other things I've done now, it's always been with the end in mind. And it's, it's never really been about like super quick money, you know, cause I feel like people that's, that's one big fear of mine is people get stuck in what they're doing and they're miserable. Like I, I care more about freedom. That's like, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs do obviously <clears throat> like care more about freedom and enjoy than like, just money, I guess. 
That's a great way to look at it. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs fall into the trap of trading their nine to five to a nine to midnight type of <laughs> world. And that's not for the, healthy for the same yeah. income. <clears throat> and, and yeah, and it ends up if you, you calculate it at an hourly rate, you're like, <laughs> uh, you'd be better off going to work at a fast food restaurant. You'd probably take home more money. And when you leave work, you've left work. You don't you know, go, okay, well, I got to work on that or that presentation, or I got to work on that segment of the online course or whatever entrepreneurs happen to do. They, they overwhelm themselves with a lot of things. And, and much like investing, you got to be in it for the long term. Yes, you can make a quick return on stocks, for example. Yes, you know, if you pick the right stock and you, you buy it before it goes up and you sell it before it drops again, then sure. But that, that goes to your, your quick money thing. There's a lot of time and effort and energy to do that quick buck type of situation and you're you're better off building something that will give you the income that you want in a way where you have the freedom of working on it when you want to work on it where you want to work how and all that because that's that's my definition of of freedom is being able to do what i want where i want when i want and how i want and when you have that control as an entrepreneur and you really get crystal clear on what you want to do makes a big difference. But unfortunately, too many entrepreneurs launch into it and they don't really know what they ultimately want to do long term. Yeah. I think, I think people should just get in and just do stuff. You know, the, the, another curse is like, we've heard it over and over. It's like people just don't, you know, they just think about things. They just think about ideas and, you know, ideas are cheap. Like I got asked yesterday, do I have people sign NDAs for my ideas? Um, and most of the time, no, because it's like, it's just an idea. Like there's so much more that's involved that you have to learn about. And, um, you know, it's just about getting started and just doing the first steps. I mean, you know, there's like, there's so many freaking steps with entrepreneurship, like so many steps, years and years and years of learning how to do things. Like rarely does somebody just hit it big. Like rarely does somebody just you know, you hear those stories because those are the only ones that are on the news or those are the only ones that are on social media. You don't hear like a million others that are still on their journey, learning, learning. And I would rather be the one that actually learns than, than just getting quick success, not knowing how I got it. You know, I'd rather be the one that learns and knows how to replicate it in the future because what's happened in my career is initially, so I got a really bad concussion years ago, probably six years ago, where I lost my memory and it, it was only temporary, but like I fell on the concrete really hard after playing soccer and just totally wiped it clean. And I barely knew, I didn't even know I had kids and I had two kids at the time. And I, I didn't even know how to do my photography anymore because I came in and I saw pictures that I had done. And, and I was like, Oh, that's amazing. Who did that? And they're like, my family's like, you did that. I mean, how, how weird is that? You know, thinking like you're, you're like separated from your body almost. And I almost had this, I kind of had this panic attack thinking, how am I actually making money? How am I supporting my family? And it just, it completely blew me away. And so from there, I started um, basically just focusing on like, like what I was telling you earlier, just focusing on the future, um, but, but just being okay with struggling and just learning. And, and now I'm able to produce things. You know, that's why I say I'd, I'd rather like go through the hardship because now during a pandemic, I've actually, the 2020 was one of my best years, you know? And it's like, if I didn't have those skills, it wouldn't have been my best year. And then some years that have been bad, I've been able to use my marketing skills and, you know, 
other skills that I've learned along the way to get jobs. And so the ultimate job security isn't to get a job for somebody else. And it's not just to start your own business, but it's to have skills. You know, that's the ultimate job security is, is skills. So it's like, whatever you do, just get skilled. You know, it's not like people go into business. Like I want to own a business. Like, okay, what are you going to do in the business? Like what, you know, you can't just be good at everything. Um, you know, so learn, learning skills. I think that's one of the biggest things that's helped me. Oh, definitely. And it, it helps you become as close to pandemic proof as possible. You know, having those skills and different things that you can do when all of a sudden you're not able to go to places as easily or work with a group of people and you have to do work via Zoom or whatnot. It's like, okay, or you know, whatever platform you happen to use. Like, okay, what can I do? for the businesses that are still running or new businesses or all of that. And when you can interchange and basically have a toolbox of skills, it makes such a big difference. And you know how you were describing, it's like, I don't want the quick win, but I want to learn along the way. It's, you know, I always tell people one of my favorite leadership books of all time is the tortoise and the hare. And it's because, you know, the rabbits running all around, going crazy, running really fast, but the tortoise wins the race because the tortoise is being methodical in running the race the right way. And it's, I've always thought that way when I did something. Yes. Okay. So it's taken me two years or three years to do this when sure I could have paid and fast forwarded some things and skipped some things, but it's like, and what you said before was I can take these lessons and these learnings that I have and I can apply them to doing something different, another skill or another trait or another opportunity. And when you do that, you have a better understanding of how your business works. So you can have the clarity to see, oh, I need to make an adjustment here and I need to focus a little bit more on the marketing side of what I do. And oh, no, there's some opportunities for the photography or, you know, working with DC or Fisher or whoever. And you end up getting in a situation where it's like, okay, I can, I can kind of flow through it. And for you, based on how you've done it, it, it's probably as seamless as possible because you just say, okay, well, this is what I'm going to be doing with Adobe, or this is what I'm going to be doing with this other team. And you just, you just do it. I mean, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I love that. I love the tortoise and the hair thing. Cause the tortoise, like the, the whole point of going, like if they're going uphill, you know, the, the tortoise, he's going so slow that his muscles are able to build up, you know, so he can go the distance and, and business is the same thing. I'm just so sick of like social media, seeing all these people that made it rich quick, you know, it's just, it's just like not at all what it's like, you know, and I know a lot of people that take, take years to get there, you know, and then some here, here's the funny thing. A lot of the people that you see that will get good results, they're the ones that, um, that might that have these spikes and then they're going to have really bad drops too. That's, that's the, that's the problem. It's like, you know, and I know, like, I know there's this one guy that, you know, one of my friends, good friends, and you know, he's talking all high and mighty about how much he's making about this, that his investments. But it's like, you know, you're probably going to crash just as hard as you're going up. So it's better just to go, go slow, learn skills. Um, you know, cause for example, I, I used to think that it was torture almost when I was first learning. And my daughter has the same thing. She goes to school and she comes back. She's like, I hate math, dad. Why is it so hard? I'm like, well, that 
that's the whole point. Like when you're learning stuff, it is hard. It's never easy when you're, if, if it's easy, then it's pointless learning, you know, like, um, so go towards the hard learning because when I was, for example, first starting my business is like 15 years ago, I had to learn WordPress and that was the biggest freaking nightmare. Like learning how to do stuff on the back end, how to do HTML coding. And, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not a coder. I just want to own a business. And I thought it was just torture. And I thought it was like cursed having to learn these things and having to learn video editing and having to learn how to do my own websites and my own design. But then now, like I live, so, so I've done photography, but then it's like, oh, okay, I can do digital marketing. So then during hard times, I've pitched other clients like, hey, I can do digital marketing. They're like, oh, sure. You know, it's like, hey, I can do video too. Oh, and I can manage your website. So I have like a few clients where it's just, it's like, okay, I'm doing my own thing. But then I also have some clients over here. I'm selling online courses. I have a software, you know, selling supplements. I'm doing this, that, you know, so it, it's just, just back to my point that it's skills. It's not, and it takes time. Don't like think that you have to have success like right away. No, any, anything worth achieving takes time and effort. And, you know, the, the, like, I agree with you. The ones that hit it off fast, it can crash just as fast. You know, I've seen the other day I was flipping around on Netflix. I think and I came across, it was a documentary about people that have won the lottery. And some of the horror <laughs> stories of, you know, people winning 20, 40, a hundred, $200 million and being dead ass broke, you know, five years later. I'm like, how? And, you know, they go through the gory horror stories of, and it's not just because you have, you know, 5,000 cousins that you didn't know about, but it was more of the, the lifestyle. And, you know, one guy had significant addictions and, you know, you know, blew it all on, on drugs and has, you know, nothing to show for it. I'm like, you, 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 okay, you go a little silly, you buy whatever kind of things you need, house, car, whatever, you get that out of your system right away. And then the rest of it, you know, invest it even in conservative stuff, you're going to be set forever. You won't have to do anything and you can be creative and learn new skills and, and even make more money if you want. But it's one of those things that's like, the, you know, it's like, it's a curse and it's like, you win all this money, but it's also a curse because so many people don't know what to do with that success. And, and we see that in business too. All of a sudden they, they, they launch something and all of a sudden it's a seven, eight figure type of situation. And they're like, okay, what do I do? Okay. I got to do this. I got to buy this. And, you know, it's like, why do you need a Bentley? You don't drive. You know, why, why do yeah. you, you know, well, I, well, I wanted a Bentley you don't drive. <laughs> what are you wasting your money on that for? Um, wow. So you see stories of that all the time. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's like, you know, I want the growth to be, you know, at, at a decent pace, but sustainable, you know, not just a, you know, flash in the pan kind of thing. And at that point, totally. you might as, well, might as well just go to the casino and hope for the best. But. Totally. And, and it's, and, and back to skills. So I've been teaching photographers now for about five years and, um, I keep noticing the same thing that everybody wants the same results, but nobody is willing to actually improve their skill They're, They, they want the results at the skill level that they're at, which isn't possible. And that, that's, I think a huge problem today. People want results, but they're not at the skill level to get those results. It's like wanting to marry somebody that's completely out of your league and it's never going to happen but you, you, you like convince yourself that it's going to happen. And you live in this like cloud world of, 
like good thoughts, you know, and it never happens. Then you get, and then you have a real bad crash later on when you realize the truth of things. You know, there was um, Ray Dalio, he's a billionaire. He, he talks about, he's really open with like how he's made money and he really, it seems like he wants to help people a lot. And I saw this one video of him talking about his progression to, to becoming a billionaire. And, and he, the, the one thing that stuck out to me was and he started realizing the reality of things. So he would, he would try something, he had these big visions of what he wanted to become, like all of us do. And he would try something and fail really bad at it. Uh, but, you know, instead of getting down on himself, whatever, he just, he analyzed the situation. There's a couple of things. He analyzed the situation and by analyzing it and trying to do better, he, he, he came to the realization of how things actually were. So he kept saying, um, I understood the reality of things. And so then he'd understand the reality of that one thing. Then he'd move on to the next bigger project. He'd mess up. Then he'd understand the reality of it. And what, for me, that, I just love that so much because people don't understand the reality of things. They're either underskilled or they, they think they're you know, in a better place than they actually are. And when you start understanding the reality of things, then things start to change. Like I have family members in Italy, in Peru that are, are like, you know, all for the lottery. Like they'll go to Vegas and spend all their money on the slot machines. I'm like, what, what, like, why are you doing that? That's for me. Okay. If it's a hobby and you just like spending a few bucks, like whatever, but you know, if you're going there thinking you're going to make money and thinking that's how you make money, like that's not the actual reality. The reality is why don't you figure out how to own the freaking casino, you know, type thing. Or like, so, so that, that's sort of what's, what's guided me. And, you know, going back to the photography thing, it was the reality of things. It's like, okay, where's the money actually flowing? Like, yes, you can make some great money, 100, 200,000 years a photographer, you know, videographer, but where's the actual money? Okay. It's, it's having a product, not a service necessarily, not saying services are bad, but you know, for me, it was like, okay, a product. So I started creating products and I was like, you know, what's the reality of owning a physical product versus a digital product? And I, that's just helped me along my path is, you know, the reality of things. I think people need just a wake up call. Like maybe you're not as skilled and, but, but that's fine. You just have to realize that you're not as skilled. So then you can actually get skilled. Like certain students of mine, like I don't tell this to anybody, but students of mine that have been students for probably four years now are in the exact same spot that they were four years ago as far as skill level. And they have the exact same questions for me, which is how do I make money in photography? Like, first of all, you're asking the wrong questions, you know, anyway, I could rant on about that, but no, that, that, that speaks volumes. There's, and especially now in 2021, if you don't have the skills in something, it is abundantly easy to get those skills. There's no shortage of online courses that are free or affordable to get you started. Now, obviously, if you want to grow and scale up and learn more, then you need to invest more. Um, and you know, a big paradigm shift for me years and years ago and my own personal and business growth was to look at things as investments and not as costs. Yes, it's still paying out currency, but it's like I am investing in something. I'm investing in the future version of me. I'm investing in this skill that will allow me to take this particular aspect of my business or services to this level, which means then I would be able to do these things, which then would allow me to take it to here and do these things. And 
and just looking at things as an investment. And when I talk with people, whether it's you know PR people or marketing people, or if I'm investing in a course or I'm buying something, I, I will ask, okay, you know, what's the investment? And it, for a lot of people, it throws them off at first. They're like, you didn't you didn't say cost, you said investment. I said, well, yeah, that's how I'm looking at this situation as an investment. It's an investment in my business or myself or a combination thereof. And it changes the dynamic with the conversation because they're like, wow, somebody that gets it, they're looking at this as an investment. And for them, from a marketing and branding standpoint, they go, maybe I should change how I present this and say investment and it only costs this. It's it's a shift, but it's a huge one, and it completely can change the dynamic of of how things work. Hundred percent. It's yeah. I got to that realization too, and I love that. It's um, you, you know, here's here's a very ignorant way of thinking: is to never trust anybody and to believe that everything is a scam. That's like a really really ignorant way of thinking about things. And if you think like that you're, you're literally never going to become an entrepreneur. Like that's my thoughts about it. Like you're not, you're not going to learn anything. Like you're staying in this very ignorant place where, yeah, there's scams out there. Yes. There's, you know, people that you cannot trust. Um, but you know, you have to be open to, to learning, to spending money. That's one of the biggest things too. Even for me, like, uh, at some point, you know, beginning of my journey, I was like, I don't want to spend a thousand bucks for a course or 2000 bucks for a course or 500 an hour for like a consultant, or I don't want to buy this book. I don't have the money, but that's like so silly. Once I got over that, I see a good course, bam, 2000 bucks. They usually have 30 day money back guarantees. So now I will literally like 2000 here. If I see a good course, thousand there, you know, a book, I'll buy this book. They have refund policies. If they suck, if they're scams, you get money back. You know, we're not in like freaking third world country here. You just, um, so, so I, I think people need to open up, like stop thinking everything's a scam, you know, stop thinking that you're being screwed left and right and start taking ad- advantage of all the education that's out there, all the courses, because people actually teach good things. They actually teach secret things. You've been through courses. Like, like every time I've gone through a course, I've learned at least one thing that's completely changed my business. And, and then, you know, that whereas the rest of the people that didn't buy the course didn't know that. Um, the more you spend, the more you're going to learn usually, you know, in these, in these groups, the more secrets you're going to learn and then you can progress. So, I mean, I love that. I love that, that you're saying that because that's, you know, treat it as an investment hundred percent. That's, that's great. Yeah. I, I figured we'd both be on the same page when it comes to that kind of stuff. So Josh, I've loved our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and all the awesome work you do? So you can go joshrossi.co. That's my photography. And then probably more importantly, since we're talking about education, go check out mentorcamp.io. Um, that's a site that I run and it's very, I wanted to basically take all these high price courses that we're talking about and make them into smaller, more digestible and a lot more affordable courses. So like, you know, there's stuff about digital marketing, how to freelance. I got a girl on there that makes 400,000 a year on Fiverr copywriting from her home, you know? And so it's not like, stuff, just me teaching, you know, but there's all these instructors that I got that teach these amazing things and normally it costs you thousands of dollars and it's super cheap. So mentorcamp.io is, you know, if you want to go learn skills, go check it out there. That's awesome. I'll definitely have that in the show notes. So Josh, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate you and this awesome work you're doing. Yeah. Thanks for the interview. 
Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.